manual razor for mm. bald men who are embracing baldness. That was your Amazon search. That's what my that's what my Google auto fills in. Well, you know what? I feel like I feel like jumping to our movie, Nate. Alita. Last night, well, honestly, it was across two nights. But last night, the wife and I finished. Do you Alita. watch? Do you watch movies in one sitting anymore? What is what has become of you, Nate? I can't talk about it. It's a little. It's a little sad. Does it? Are you are you happy about this new new era that you live in? No, okay. no, I'm not. Okay, no, okay, I'm not. good. As long as you know that it's unnatural and unright. Yes, it is an abomination. Now listen, I'm I'm fully on board. Okay, movies should not be split into multiple right. nights. I I fully agree. Unless they're a TV show. Listen, this is this is the show. This is the sh- this is the show, Nate. This, this is the show. is it. Like that was a Michael Jackson song, but. This is the show. First of all, hey, listeners, what's up? It's happening. <laughs> it's happening right now. Have you? <laughs> Sorry, I had like, I had three different things I wanted to say, and I couldn't decide which one to, to say. Well, why, pick all three, and then we'll just mash them all together. Did you receive any personal feedback about our Scott Pilgrim episode? No. Neither did I, although friend of the show, Matt Glover, commented saying that there is an, a, an alternative ending where Scott Pilgrim goes with knives. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. I did talk to a, a couple of people that I know of, mm. actually, friend of the show, Jackson. Oh, yes. And Katie, who I saw in person, who are both fans of the show, and I asked them if they like Scott Pilgrim, and Jackson said yes. Yes, he definitely has. And he had something to say about an old top five we did as well. He had something to say. He had, he had a bone to pick. Really? And now I can't remember it. Oh, Nate. I know. That was going to be podcast gold. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Wait a second. Pause the podcast. Pausing. I don't remember now. Shoot, I, I was going to remember it so I could give a shout out to... Well, listen, Jackson, Jackson, <clears throat> listen. Jackson. Nate has forgotten, <laughs> Nate has forgotten what your beef was. And so uh, we would ask you to kindly comment on Instagram for historical purposes, and then I can see it too. Because now I can't remember. Sorry, Jackson. I know you yeah, see? said something. Nope, nope. Don't even try anymore. Listen, comment on Instagram and I will, uh, I will address it next time. I want to address... The beef. But anyway, Scott Pilgrim, I'm curious to see if uh, we still want your feedback. If you have not commented or tell us what you thought or if you thought we were wrong, uh, we would love to hear about it. I think most people loved that movie. I think so, too. Most people love Scott Pilgrim versus the world, and I feel a bit disconnected from humanity. I do, too, and I, that's why I was waiting for the uproar of, uh, you know, Scott Pilgrim defenders. But uh, no, nothing. Maybe they just unsubscribed. Maybe that's what happened. Oh, yes, that's true. Maybe we won't see until a couple episodes from now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would like to give a shout-out to someone else, and that is Hector's daughter, Hector, our boss, mm-hmm. Patreon supporter, mm-hmm. for whom we did Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mm-hmm. It appears his daughter, Noel, also listens to the show with her dad, and we gave a shout-out to the brother because i think hector mentioned that he and his son like that movie hector's daughter listens too 
And so shout out to Noel. Thanks for listening. Oh, wonderful. Thanks for listening. You're the whole family. That's right. She says she loves the show. That's awesome. Fantastic. It's nice to, it's nice to know we reach the, uh, the young adult crowd, the yaw crowd. Because, you know, sometimes you have family night and you're gathered around the hearth and you're like, what do we do as a family? And some of the best activities is just turning on the fire and turning the dial on your really big jukebox. That's right. To movies on the side FM. Side note, a couple of people I work with said that they were stuck in traffic. And so they went back and listened to our Greatest Showman episode mm-hmm. and really enjoyed that episode and our singing on that oh, episode. Oh, by the way, I also ran into a friend of the show, Cecily. Oh, my word. Yes. At a wedding. And she, uh, her sister, Whitney, and her were both there. And uh, I was told by Whitney that leaving out uh, songs from the Newsies was a great mistake. Mm, And I have to agree that somewhere in my list, I believe, like a Seize the Day, Carrying the Banner, Kings of New York, musical has a lot of great songs. Now is the time to seize the day. Now is the time to seize the day. I get you. And Afe, are you there? Do you swear you won't forget me? If I found you, would you let me come and stay? I ain't getting any younger. And before my dying day, I want space, not just air. Let them laugh in my face, I don't care. Save a place. I'll be there in Santa Fe. Maybe that was beautiful. We, we need to do another musical episode. That's and I that's think. called your inhibitions slowly dropping. Mm. <laughs> okay, now I forgot what we were talking about before that. No, that was the first thing you were going to say. You, were, you had three possible starting things. I had three possible things. Oh, I wanted to get back to... Number two. Watching a movie in one sitting is the proper way to consume a movie. That seems right. <laughs> Come at me. Come at me. I don't think anyone's arguing. I don't, <laughs> I don't think anyone's against you. So I don't know why I'm so mad about it. Right. <laughs> but I, I guess what, it, what is frustrating is the general stage of life where in order to watch a movie in its entirety, I would have to stay awake till 1 a.m. That's usually the conundrum. Right, because it's after the kids go to bed is when you watch these movies, correct? That's right. That's right. Yeah, there's that. Also, the uh, kids watched Ralph Breaks the Internet again because it's on mm-hmm. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still not crazy about it. Uh, it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's still not the best. But anyway. And then and the third thing. I think I was really just two, and I said three to make it seem more uh, epic. But I think uh, that's about <laughs> it. I think that's about it. <laughs> so let's talk about today's movie. What is today's movie, Stephen? Today's movie is Alita colon battle angel and i am so unprepared right now i have notes but i did not look it up on rotten tomatoes oh man we're floundering well i wanted to tell you while you look that up yes i want to say the editing for scott pilgrim versus the world that you did on our own podcast i'm gonna toot your horn Mm, thank you was really really nice thank you there was some zelda music involved yes there were a lot of clips it really, like, although we didn't love the movie, I loved the podcast. It felt like it had a lot of love, editing love that you put into that. It really did. You know, I was, because we bashed the movie so much, and it was a special request from our boss, 
Oh, okay, I got it. I really wanted to make a special. Felt like you had to give it a little extra. Yeah, absolutely. That that Zelda music, though, I was particularly proud of that moment. Mm-hmm. That was something. All right, now tighten up the kimono. We're back. All right, all right, here we go. Alita Battle Angel on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie is a 61% critic score, decent score, 93% audience satisfaction. That is a massive number. This movie came out Valentine's Day 2019. That's interesting. Take your significant other to Alita <laughs> colon Battle Angel. I cannot wait till we get to Romance Corner, but we're not getting there yet. Not yet. I watched the trailer first with my wife because we were sitting down and the choice comes, mm-hmm. do we watch half of a movie or do we watch an episode of Property Brothers with the, uh, <laughs> those, those yep. two guys? Yeah. Those, those two guys. We've been watching some episodes of that. It's kind of fun. But anyway, so we watched the trailer. And again, my wife has no context of what's about to happen, what is in this movie, who is in this movie. Like, no, no concept. Yep. And I put it on. And the, the line in the trailer she, Alita, says to the guy, does it bother you that I'm not completely human? Mm-hmm. And my wife says, no, it bothers me that your eyes are that big. <laughs> that was the intro to the movie. Vicious. And then, Savage. When the, when the trailer ended, my wife said, not tonight. So we, we postponed a couple nights. And then, but she did watch it with me. And I think, actually, I didn't ask for her official review, but I think she was, she was kind of into it. At least wanted to know what, what was happening. There was a story there. There was a story there. Nate, are you there? Yeah. Have you been, what are you drinking over there? No, I have. Uh, I've been whisked away to IMDb uh, rabbit hole, where I wanted to see Robert Rodriguez, the director of this movie, what he's done before. Ah, yes. Producer for the Spy Kids movies. You remember those? Never saw them. I was aware of them. Sin City. I remember that came out. So this movie is based on some manga. Is that correct? Right. Is it manga or manga? I think manga. I liked the 20th century Fox going to 26th century Fox. Yes. I thought that was, that was interesting. Yes. And it's, it really set up the, there's going to be a Final Fantasy VII reference. Oh, no. But the whole. Every time, and I, I, I never get it. The whole Midgar, like there's a beautiful city up there, and then we're down in the slums down here. Uh, Elysium. Yeah. Did you, did you ever see Elysium, the Matt Damon Absolutely. one? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's yeah. definitely like, yeah, that is, Utopia is up there, and we're down in the slums. And so the guy finds this uh, head and heart, an android, gives it his daughter's body, and it is Alita. And uh, you know what, I don't, even know if, I don't even know if I can try and explain this plot, Nate, because it's pretty, so there's a lot of stuff going on. Can I, can I try? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, you, <clears throat> go, you go for it. Go I, got th- I got this one. I'm going to take a sip okay. over here. Okay, go ahead. So Dr. Ito, played by Christoph Waltz, mm. is basically going through garbage of uh, going through and finding the important parts of Alita and gives her the body of his daughter, who we find out later uh, was murdered. Uh, she was in a wheelchair, I believe, and he was making a functioning body because he is kind of a... He is a doctor who basically specializes in giving humans robot parts. Uh, he used to be married to Jennifer Connolly. Her name is Kyren or Kieran or Chiren, and I don't remember how it's pronounced. And she works <laughs> for Vector. And Vector is kind of a big bad slum guy who operates a rollerball-esque game where right. the champions there, whoever wins the final champion, gets to go up to the Utopia Elysium place. Now, Vector is not the guy from Despicable Me. 
This is a different he, vector. A completely Sorry. different vector. That's right. There is a, an Aladdin-esque character who I don't... His name His name is Hugo. One jump ahead of the bread line. One jump, One jump ahead of the sword. Ahead. Yep. And he operates a crew of ruffians or child... Like, whatever the Yah version of ruffians are. And they... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did you say Yah? Yeah. Like the abbreviation of young adult? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> He leads a group of every single, like, street gang in a young adult movie. It's just kind of... Right. They all kind of are likable tweens or above tweens. They're playing teens, but they're not. The one guy that's mad that he now has a girlfriend, and then you got the one that doesn't say anything, but... The one that's a little bit more hardcore, who's got more of a violent streak, but that violent streak isn't like the main protagonist doesn't have that, so he's constantly like, settle down! Settle down, Tanji! We don't do things like that! But eventually, the violent guy takes over the street gang and like leads them into a more uh, destructive path. But they basically strip robot parts off of people, which is rather violent. And they're also part of a rollerball, like, pit crew. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Alita meets our friend Hugo, and mm. they start a romantic connection. And he's trying to make enough money to make it up to Elysium. Right. I don't. There's a name of it in this movie, I don't remember. But he's really working for Vector, and Vector is, like, giving him these shady missions. And basically, like, hey, do these things, and I can get you up there. That's also the same for Jennifer Connelly which is Dr. Ito's ex-wife mm. who has been promised to go up there uh, as well. Uh, they got divorced after his daughter died, and she's not too fond of Alita wearing the body of their deceased daughter. So she's like not too happy about it. Mm. And then stuff happens, and then uh, we find out that Dr. Ito is actually a crime fighter, robot finder, bounty hunter. Yes, and he's in a hunter. league of bounty hunters with the, all these other sweet bounty hunter people who are also rollerball people, some of them. Sometimes. All right. Sometimes. I've got you through the first 30 minutes of this movie. I, Nate, I'm impressed. That was an, I'll pause there. That was an excellent, excellent job. Thank you. It was a noble attempt. It doesn't quite... I don't quite understand this movie all the way, but I think that's okay. I feel a connection to it. I can't explain. This could be who I am. What did you think about Alita as a character and her design and her as a character? As a character, I think she was fine. Yes. She had some of the um, naive joy mm-hmm. and the kind of like the looking around. I, I, I like that in characters Yep. where they kind of come to life and they're like, ooh, what is this world? Oh, what is this called? This is an apple? Or what is this? You don't, she doesn't remember. We, she meets Hugo and he's like the streetwise uh, leather jacket wearing guy who rides the big one wheel. That was a cool unicycle. I do want to say. It was. That design, I spent the movie just looking at that rotoscoped face or what, whatever they use to create this. <laughs> and I was both very much like, I was wrapped up in how they did it in like the special effects of it all. Right. And I kind of liked it. I thought I would hate it. Right. I thought I would go into this movie and be like, ah, oh, this is a big Snapchat filter. Like, this is the, <laughs> the whole joke behind it. This is weird. But I kind of dug it. It was Uncanny mm. Valley, but supposed to be. Right. And the, like, the, the, the close-up like skin texture was really well done. Yeah. The visual effects yeah. on her face were just, they were excellent. And I liked it. 
the whole way through. I agree with her character. I think that was fine. And I was, I actually had to look up because I was curious how much of her was computer animation and how much was live actress. And I, I was genuinely impressed when I found out she was completely CG. The whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Everything was CG. And once I discovered that, I was genuinely impressed. And then I was just looking at how amazing and how far animation has come that that could all be CG. Yes. And I think, absolutely. however weird the big eye thing was, it might have I think it actually helped you believe her as a CG character. Yes, yes. So maybe if they had tried to make her look super human-like, it would have felt weird. But the little offness of her look, like, fooled me. Like, I would like there were sometimes I had to remind myself, like, that's not an actress on screen. And I think like that's a, that's an achievement in itself. Like, that's pretty impressive. That I, you know, I didn't think of that, but that is absolutely correct. Like. Because it's not, you're not able to go like one to one, face to face comparison. Right. There is something that like your brain goes like, okay, you're a, an android and you look really realistic. And I'm more impressed by the skin texture instead of looking at it like the Princess Leia younger version and go like, oh, that's yeah. not quite right. <laughs> right. There was the moment where she dives underwater. The underwater scenes, you can really tell the CG'd. Mm-hmm, right. But for 99% of the movies, I mean, she looks incredible from an animation standpoint. I would also say that she is the best, I mean, appropriately, the best animated thing in this whole movie. Mm. And so when she's next to uh, the other bounty hunters or any like really robotic person. Right. And they're more metally and like. You definitely go, okay, that's really CG, and maybe it's not as realistic. Right. It helps her even more, because she's surrounded by less realistic characters Right. for a lot of the movie. For sure. You've been given a chance to start over with a clean slate. How many of us get that? What did you think about Edo? I'll go first real quick. I liked Edo as a character. His hammer weapon when he was bounty hunting was super cool. Oh, yeah. I thought that was very cool. I thought he had a couple really nice moments. I think when Christoph Waltz, when he's not being completely evil in a movie, and he can be really sweet, and like his really sweet moments were really great. Yeah, The decisions his character makes in this movie are reprehensible. <laughs> the amount that he does not tell her. We go back to not telling your significant other that you are a time traveler, for example, or your wife, mm, right? or you're a time traveler. <laughs> the amount of information he keeps from her is too much. I mean, like I know it's meant to be part of the reveal of the plot, but it's just, right. there was, in some ways, there was no reason for a lot of it. He held back a lot just for like no good reason whatsoever. And that really hurt his character in my eyes. Yeah. Every once in a while, though, I also feared that he was going to be a bad guy. I did, too. Like, when she when she caught him sneaking out. Right. And, well, and you see him with, like, the bloody arm the night before. For sure, they were setting it up for that. So, I was, I was afraid he was going to be a bad guy, too. Right. What about Jennifer Connelly? I wish she did more. Like, she was so straight and kind of wooden as a character. Yes. Yes. I would have liked to have seen her do more, feel more, express more. I think she could have added a lot to the movie if she was more in it. Yep. I have the exact same thoughts. Okay. Just felt like she didn't have much to do. Right. She was kind of just stone-faced throughout it. I think yes. for sequel stuff, I think maybe she would... Wait, did she die in this movie? Yes. Well, her brain is there. Okay. Because they allude to... Vector alludes at the end. There's only one way people get to 
and the place is called Zalem, the floating city. There's only one way people get there, and it's as a brain and eyes, because that's what the guy up there likes to experiment on. Right. And so he opens the chest. Right. Spoiler alert, people don't, people don't make it up there. Right. Not in their full form, apparently. But he, he opened the chest, I guess, like alluding to the idea that she was now just a brain and he was sending her up there. Oh, I didn't think that was actually her brain. I thought it was just like, listen, you're going to have to really, like, you're going to have to be dead in order to get up there. That's the only way you're getting up there. Well, the, when she's, I thought that's what he was When saying. she's walking out of his office saying that she's like done, you see the shadow of one of those robot security things walking up as though it's about to like stop her. So that, that's why I took it to that the robot stopped her and then they made, oh, just took a brain out, I guess. That was, that was what I took it to mean. Uh, Could be wrong. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, here's what I did not like. Okay, go ahead. I don't know how to say his first name. He's been in a lot of things. Watched him in Green Book recently. Mahershala Ali. Vector. The guy who plays Vector. The guy who plays Vector, yeah. Who will, spoiler alert, play Blade in a future Marvel movie, which I'm kind of excited about. Yeah, that'd be cool. He is the new Wesley Snipes. (laughs) The main bad guy up in the Elysium. Yes. Takes over people. Yeah. And like their eyes turn blue. I did not like that part of the movie i thought it was dumb like every once in a while he's kind of like hey it's me i can see through these other people's eyes and talk for them so i don't know if we want to jump to here but like i was that was the most frustrating part of the movie is there was no resolution and not really much information on this dude who seems like the ultimate bad guy we just know that he is played by the one and only the guy from the italian job edward norton oh edward norton yep yes that was the most frustrating thing. Is like the very last frame of the movie is Alita pointing her sword at him up in the sky. He takes his weird glasses off, but then that was it. Like I did not feel resolution at the end of this movie. Well, cause it's because it's supposed to make you like it's supposed to be a series of movies. Rosa Salazar, who plays Alita, was like, "I will play Alita till the day I die," and I hope there are more movies. And uh, everyone, go support the movies so we can make more of these movies. I guess, but that seemed so unresolved that, and the fact like the final battle scene with Alita and what is it, Gruishka, that was so meh compared to the fight that she had with him earlier in the movie. Right. Like it didn't feel like a great climax and then it felt like a lackluster or like an incomplete ending. So I, I was a little frustrated. I really. It's definitely supposed to be kind of part one. It's like Maze Runner. If you ever saw that movie, it's like, yeah. all right, we're going to make three of these or Div- Divergent or Hunger Games. It's meant to be like, oh, we're going to get three of these. But even Divergent and Hunger Games gives you some sense of closure of like, you can just see this one movie and be somewhat satisfied. You're right. You're right. This this one definitely does not. Yeah, it does not. But anyway. Let's talk about the battles. Let's talk about the yes. battles between Alita. We find out that Alita is a part of an alien race. From Mars. From Mars. <laughs> that had attacked this world and had severed all these floating cities. And the only one that remained was, what is it called? Zalem? Zalem? Zalem, I think. She is this alien tech, basically, and she's this super awesome fighter, one of like the premier right. fighters from this Mars race. Right, right. So we find out that she's really, really good at fighting, which I'm always down for that trope. <laughs> that yeah. is the Jason Bourne, right. I don't know my own powers, all of a sudden I instinctively like crack your wrist. Mm, cool. That's right, right. What do you think about her fighting? She fought other bounty hunters, and she also fought Vector's goons. Who were trying to kill her. The action scenes were fun. 
due to the nature of being a completely CG character, there were some moments that were kind of awkward, like awkward movements and just little moments here and there that kind of took me out for a second to remind me that she was a totally CG character. I think maybe the earlier fight scenes, I definitely felt that more. Very violent, like you had warned me, people get cut in half and stuff. (laughs) And so, and again, because it's violence on androids, it's not supposed to be that, like, gory. Right. But it's still pretty, like, woof, all right, someone got their head chopped off, someone got split in half, (laughs) like, split in half both ways. (laughs) So, right, you kind of, right. but I still enjoyed it. I think the fight with her and Gruishka, where they go, like, down into the subterranean area, that was interesting. And like her in the bar with all the other bounty hunters, like that was kind of fun to see. So like I was down, I was down for a lot of that. I enjoyed about half of the fight scenes. I think, I think the, yeah, the, with the little scorpion chains that she was dodging. Right. uh, Right. Were pretty cool. I think that actually one of the first scenes where she has followed out Dr. Ito out into the alley and like the the lady with like mm-hmm. the bunch of the blades yes, was attacking yeah. and some other like that was fun. I thought that was actually one of the best. I think after yeah. that I got a little bit uh android fight fatigue. Yeah, yeah. I was not I was also not impressed with the the whole rollerball sport. I think the whole addition of that in the movie felt weak. Like, I don't quite understand why it's there. Yeah. There was plenty of action that didn't, like, she doesn't, attaching wheels to her and making her go around on this blood sport didn't do anything for me. There was one too many big thematic elements, like the rollerball, that could have been a thread throughout the movie, or bounty hunter, Mm -hmm. little gang stripping androids of their parts, like, that could have been the major thread. Mm -hmm. The, like, attempts to get up to Zalem. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's a lot of like big themes. Like I, if you, again, if you're planning a trilogy, like you can have like the rollerball be movie two or movie one. Right. The rollerball could be all of this. Like it could have been like, this is she, cause she was never really super into it. I mean, she liked it when they were playing it like yeah. hook style out on the streets. Right. It was, I was like, Oh, I kind of like this. I'm good at it, but I never got like the, like, I'm passionate about this blood sport. Yeah. Instead, it was more like, oh, I'm really good at this, and I want to help uh, my, my boo get up to Zalem. <laughs> and it felt it was put in there so there could be scenes of huge scale. You know, you see this massive stadium with a bunch of people, and otherwise it would have just been like the slum feel, that kind of stuff. But I would have been okay mm-hmm. with that. Like, I think if you would have just yeah, kept it there. I agree. And maybe give us one scene or one or two scenes to see Zalem, like I kind of wanted to see what was up there. All we ever see is the well, bottom. Well, I think of that's it. part of. I I like that decision because it made us feel sort of the same way. We're curious about: is it really a utopia up there? Like, what is it really like? I like the idea that it kind of teased us as well. Okay, but yeah, I I'm I'm with you when it comes to. I think the best parts of this movie are towards the beginning. Yeah, I think the like the the beautiful scenes of the trash being dumped while he's digging through it and the kind of mm. the grand scale of seeing the city up above and the like kind of the fun street tech and the doctor working on giving them cyborg arms. Yeah. I think it tried to get a little too big mm. and too grand and it kind of out outpaced its ability. I think I uh, I think I agree. That's a good thought. Now, Romance Corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel about Alita and Hugo? It's really nice work. Did Doc Ito do it? She built all of me, except my core. That's mine. 
Oh, did a really great job. Oh, Hugo. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah, man. <laughs> I... Okay. What's his name? Kean Johnson. Kean Johnson. That's a lot of vowels in that first name. Sorry. Yep. K-E-E-A-N. Didn't like his acting. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he's... Maybe it was a little bit of bad script with it. Kind of mixed in. Sure. Kind of a tough blend. He wasn't brooding enough to be like street cool. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like soft enough to be like really like this compassionate character. He wasn't tormented enough to be like an anti-hero. Mm. And he wasn't interesting enough to, for me to care about his death. Oof. He wasn't yeah. enough of a character. Yeah, I'm with you. I was trying to figure out where I knew him from, and he was in the show Nashville. Mm-hmm. He was Colt Wheeler. With Hayden Panettiere. That's the only other place I've seen him. But yeah, I really felt a better acting performance in that role may have helped overall. Yes. But it was hard. Like, I believed her character, her liking him. Mm-hmm. But yep. it didn't, like, he felt kind of doe-eyed, like, right. not really... He, yeah. he kind of had okay this is okay okay i'm just constantly gonna say okay he has kind of a disney channel original movie vibe oh it's a burn <laughs> and th- well in some areas that works out really well but this movie this dystopia movie where people are getting sliced in half vertically and horizontally mm. it just it didn't feel like he was actually like from the streets of this dystopian future right and didn't really like his desire to be up in the top. Like, I don't know. It wasn't quite there. So by the end, at the end of this movie, she does something to like preserve his head and his heart. Just his head, I think. Because she like, oh, really? <laughs> she shows her inside of her jacket. Like she's selling a Rolex and it's just his head in there with a couple <laughs> tubes inside. Hey, I, hey, I got a Hugo. You interested in a 2019 <laughs> Hugo? Hey, you, you want a head? Hey, you want a head? You want to buy a head? They put a full robotic body on him. Yes. There's a scene with him like trudging up the tentacle of the, the tube. giant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the tube of Zalem. Right. And I, I laughed through that whole scene. Like, I know it was supposed <laughs> to be like something. His floating head on that CGI body and him just like trucking up there, just walking up. Yeah. It was like, Hugo, what are you doing? Come down from there. Yeah. You dummy. I love the blades coming down the tube. Yes. I was just going to say. Yes. That was very cool. A wonderful defense mechanism. I knew it was coming while he was trying to walk up that thing. Like, you know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Alita tries to get him. They have a scene where he hangs on. Yes. <laughs> how, did, how did his arms snapping away? The whole time he was hanging on. Why didn't you yank him up two breaks before the final one? You know what I mean? Like, you see his arms breaking. Did he say thank you? Did he do one of those? Yeah. I don't remember. He did. He did. He said thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. I love you. For saving me. And then he falls to his death. I wasn't quite sure if they were going to kill him or not. I thought there may be, like, a floating, like, blimp, Zeppelin, (laughs) rising out of the clouds to catch him with Dr. (laughs) Edo peddling mm-hmm. great mouse detective style underneath him <laughs> but turns out nope he gone he gone so anyway yeah i i felt the same way about their their relationship <laughs> and 
I did not cry at this movie. You know, if that if the movie had any good bones to the relationship between the two of them, I might have like uh-huh. felt a little something there, but but I did not. I was. Yeah, I think Doctor Ito and Alita had a more of a tender moment. Yes, they had chemistry somewhere in the movie. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, uh, by the way, speaking of Alita, I liked her as far as look, just art direction. Yes. I loved the look of the the body she had at the beginning that kind of had this carved, almost like an ivory, like ornate look to it. Yes. I thought that was a beautiful character design. Yes. I I liked it so much better than her when she got in a full like battle bot mode. uh, It it became a little bit too close. Yes. It came a little too close to like everything else. But I think the very first one. I hadn't seen something like that for an Android. Yeah. And that that made it interesting for me. I agree. Again, back to the first 15 minutes of this movie. I was down to like it, and I was down to go, cool. Yes. Okay. I think we should rate this movie, Nate. Rock'em sock'em. And like this movie, where things could have been different to make it a really good, really fun movie. Mm-hmm. I say we rate it on a scale of zero to five oranges. Eaten with the peel. Ah, yes. The first thing Alita eats when she wakes up, and uh, she does not know you have to peel it first. And, you know, Dr. Ito shows her you'll like it much better if you peel it, Mm -hmm. which was a nice moment. On a scale of zero to five unpeeled oranges, I think I would give it a three. I'm going to try and stick to a whole number. I'm going to give it a three. I was frustrated by parts of it. There was definitely some weak parts, like, Hugo and their relationship <laughs> and the ending I wasn't crazy about. It was kind of frustrating. So just those those two things especially knock off the whole two points. But the animation was really gorgeous at times and I appreciated the look and the work that went into that. And Edo and Alita's relationship was fun. And that hammer. That hammer deserves a whole point on its own. That hammer. It was pretty fun. I have to say, I know you don't really cosplay in your life. <laughs> How do you know? But I really think, well, you, you know what? I don't know. To be honest, you may. I really think that you could really pull off a Dr. Edo, kind of a trench coat, yes. uh, kind of an old school fedora, circular glasses, giant oh. hammer thing. Oh, man. Are you digging that right now? Nate, that's, that's the biggest compliment. That's the biggest compliment you've ever paid me. <laughs> that is incredible. Oh man, you know what? I can do some Photoshop. We'll see if I can make make something happen here. But listen, and if, if the listeners want to chime in too, I am totally for it. I would love Stephen to, Cohen, uh, Battle Angel, Battle Emperor. No, 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 Doctor, no. Bounty Hunter, Doctor Stephen Edo, Bounty Hunter, Colin ba- Bounty Hunter. I really like that idea, Nate. Thank you, thank okay, you for good. that picture. Wonderful. But what would you rate this movie? I'm gonna give this movie two and a half oranges. Yeah. I, I probably I saw it on a plane and I saw it maybe a month ago. I would I would watch this movie again. Mm-hmm. It is not it is not great. It is does not feel like a complete movie. It seems like a a pitch like a pilot. It seems like a pilot episode mm-hmm. begging <laughs> right. the you know twenty sixth century Fox to like please make more of us. Right. I think it did commercially or like you know in money making it did well. Hugo, the romance was weak. The story felt disjointed and you try to put too much into it and none of it quite made sense. Like 
even the, just the whole like, hey, aliens from Mars with these big eyes. Apparently, like you're, but you're also androids. It was all a little complicated for me. We still don't know if Jennifer Connelly died right. after doing this review. Doesn't really matter. Um, so <laughs> two and a half for me. If you have nothing to do, take a watch and enjoy the special effects of seeing a complete CGI character have some life. Yes. And then watch a completely human character named Hugo not have life. <laughs> Such a bird. That, that's too mean i take that one back no no that's, that's, it. that's good that's good so two and a half for me you know and as you were saying it feels like a pilot episode if this was a tv series a hundred percent i would be about it yep i'd be in you could really flesh out all those themes that we were talking about before and it'd be actually an interesting season-long tv show like the end of season one you finally see Zalem. oh even yeah. if it's just a glimpse I I am definitely down right now. It is eight like a an Amazon original eight episode. Each yeah. one's an hour. Yeah. We're exploring the space. We're learning like the first one is all about her discovery. It jumps to a second perspective and it's about Hugo's life. Yeah. They get a, maybe a different actor in there. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. You're not quite sure if like you find out the end of episode one that Ido's been lying to her and he like has these secrets tucked away in a in a box right after she goes to bed and you think oh he's bad right and he's like she must never know who she is Mm -hmm. at the end of episode one and it's yeah you could totally do that I am down it would have been a great TV show all right well today we're going to give you our top five ya movies as Nate would say. Yeah. Young adult. I'm still, I went off some articles that talked about young adult movies. Still kind of unclear what classifies as a young adult movie. From what I've seen, and this is because I think a lot of movies you could put like, oh, their demographic is teens, for example. I think what makes this list make sense is that I think it's, they are movies based from books that are marketed to young adults oh i think that that's the tie-in here is that we're seeing movies that come from the young adult books well i probably cheated on two of them then but that's fine because like for example i have princess diaries came up on a list i really like the movie princess diaries yeah for sure and apparently it came from a book but i don't think of that as being a, a young adult movie a yaw movie. No, it feels no. like this. This whole thing came like around Hunger Games or Twilight. Maybe might might have been some of the first. Now, my caveat: I have not seen any Twilight movies, mm-hmm. nor Harry Potter movie, mm-hmm. and two of the yaw series. I'm going to list just as a single entry in my list. Oh, okay. Just to simplify, just simplifying it. Okay, I'm going to. I'll give my caveat as well. Yes. I would probably fill this list with all Harry Potter movies. I think they are by far better than everything else on this list. So I am removing them because it does not feel like... Let everyone know that if those are considered young adult movies, they have maybe three out of the top five of the different movies. But I'm, I'm removing them. Do you have any honorable mentions? No. You? Okay. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to say Perks of Being a Wallflower. Mm. 
and Sorcerer's Apprentice. Also, uh, Percy Jackson fit in there as well. Honorable mention. Okay, very good. Well, my number five is Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. No way! <laughs> Out of the li- I mean, I have a very limited scope of these movies. Yeah, yeah. But I also thought it'd be funny just to put it in there. And I mean, it wasn't like terrible. I'm going to put Valerian as my number five. And if you, listener, think Valerian, I don't remember much about it. Go back mm. and listen to our episode on Valerian, colon, a city of a thousand planets. It's one of our first ones. And remember, Valerian's not the city. That's right. It's the male protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, what's your number five? My number five is Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Now, wait a minute. For it to be a young adult movie, shouldn't there be a young adult in the cast? They're all young adults in this movie. Wait a minute. Blake Lively, America Ferreira, the... No, you're thinking Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. Okay. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe you are not. But I. they both have the word sisterhood in them, and I constantly get them confused, and I also throw fried green tomatoes in my confusion. I don't know why. They're just looped together in my brain somewhere. I, you know what? You're right. I just looked it up on IMDb. This has uh, Gilmore Girls in it. Alexis Bledel. <laughs> yeah, she goes by Gilmore Girls. Anyway. 2005 movie. Well, my number four is Jumper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel Jackson and uh, what's-his-face. Wait, Samuel Jackson's in that movie? He's the bad guy. Yes. Oh, wow. Hayden Christensen. Sam- Hayden Christensen. That's right. The bad Anakin. But anyway, Jumper. I really liked that movie when I saw it. I watched it several times. It was, uh, was kind of fun. Samuel Jackson has like uh, silver hair. He looks like Cisco. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just looking at it now. Yeah. That movie was bad, but I kind of liked it. I'm with you. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Not, I would not defend it as a good movie, but it was, it was fun. <laughs> cool. What's your uh, number four? Number four. I'm going to go. Man, I'm just dropping all my ego on the, in this list. I'm going to go mm-hmm. with Twilight, colon, Breaking Dawn Part 1. If I remember correctly, this is the third of the four vampire movies. Uh, they started off with bad effects and not great. And I think by movie three, the effects are a lot better. And I think this one's pretty good because they have not yet had a an uncanny valley mm. child yet, which mm. is a lot of craziness involved there. But I think part one, Breaking Dawn part one, I think is good. Okay. But I will just put like Twilight in the list because it's like the, the OG of Ya movies. That is true. It has uh, set the trend. Yep. Well, my number three is The Giver with Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. I, do you know I still have not seen that movie? I remember enjoying it. I read the book, I think, yes, in school. Yes. yes. And so that... It was like a summer reading project. Exactly. So I liked it probably more because I had the book background. You know Meryl Streep's in that movie? Did you know Taylor Swift is in that movie? No way. Yeah. She is. Yes, she is. She is in that movie. Huh. Yeah, you should watch anyway. it. Maybe we should do it on the show. My number three, Paper Towns. Now, this is as close to a angsty coming-of-age movie that I actually like for the most part. That is not my jam at all. Okay. Hmm. Um, it involves what, uh, the girl from Valerian, and it has kind of a fun message in that as well, if I remember correctly. Okay. So that's about as coming-of-age as I will get. 
Oh, Cara Delevingne was the uh, weird character in Suicide Squad. Correct. Correct. Did you see that movie? I did. Complete garbage. (laughs) (laughs) One star. But I'll see anything with Will Smith, so, you know. Yep, and I'll keep watching. Yeah, speaking of Will Smith, Gemini Man, you seen the trailers for that? I have. He he acts alongside his young self? (laughs) Yes. Did you see the the mocap and CG effects on that? I did. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. We should do, I don't think we've done a Will Smith movie yet. Oh, we can do top five Will Smith movies. I think we should do After Earth. I've never, well, no, I have seen it. After Earth would be a good one. Anyway. I could also do Aladdin at some point in time. Oh, yes, I still need to see that. Okay, well, my number two, I am putting the Divergent series in at number two. They fall off in quality pretty quickly. (laughs) I'm not saying that these are... Like blockbuster movies, make it a blockbuster night. Okay, wait, wait, don't don't talk any more about it. Okay, because it's gonna come up in my list, and I want to talk about it together with. Okay, you. very good. So just hold on your thoughts. We'll talk about it together. Okay. My number two is Hunger Games: Catching Fire. Yeah. The second one. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a. It's kind of a first is the second best, second is the best, and third is the third is the. The third is the one with the hairy chest. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. That's my number two. <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, I, I put the Hunger Games writ large as my number one. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. I agree with your ranking, but I enjoyed all of them. I mean, I think Jennifer Lawrence. Let's was talk Hunger Games versus Divergent. Mm-hmm. First off, which series would you rather watch right now if I said, hey, there are three Divergent movies and there are four Hunger Games movies. You have to watch one front to back right now. What do you choose? Hunger Games. Okay. Which one has a better dystopian world? Divergent. I am completely in agreement with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the Divergent series feels more futuristic. I, I like the world that they created. Okay, okay, excellent. My number, my number one is Divergent, the first one. Yes, very good. And I, I did not do at large or whatever the word is <laughs> because I have never in my life seen a series of movies take such a turn from promising first one that i am like <laughs> oh i'm ready to jump on board this mm-hmm. to all of the actors ditching this right. project and it never finishing because it just gets like relegated to the garbage heap yeah i'm not sure if i've ever seen a series like that maybe land before time <laughs> maybe we're on in movie 25 i don't know the quality of that to be honest so there was Divergent, and then there was... Allegiant. Allegiant. No, in, no, Insurgent was Insurgent. the second one. Right. Allegiant was the third one. By the time the third one came out, I, was, I didn't even know about it being in theater. Right. It was like it came and went. I did. Did you see all three of them, though? I, yes. Yeah, I did, too. This was a series my wife actually enjoyed. We watched it together. She really liked the first one, and I think... Similarly felt like it was getting worse and worse, but she actually enjoyed it. I think the concept of Divergent, like Hunger Games is fun. Hunger Games is like, wow, this is... And Jennifer Lawrence is killer. Yes, absolutely. I think the world of Divergent set up in that first one with these factions, and you kind of like, you have to pick one of these, and but you're also kind of like genetically... Predisposed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. predisposed to one of these. And the fact that like she has multiple is like scary and like the system doesn't want her to be she's the Neo of this right. system. 
That's right. And it's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Filmed in Chicago, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff. So close to my heart. I thought the I thought that world with these five is a lot of fun. Yes. I think it's more interesting than the 13 districts districts of future America. I agree. And I like the uh, Shailene Woodley. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say her name? I think yeah, I liked Shailene. her as an actress in, the, in those movies. Exactly. Yeah, she good. And I'm pretty sure my wife was very fond of Theo James as four. That's, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I'll let you fall down that rabbit hole a little later. Did you see the comments on that? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. That's bad, but so funny. Yes. That's <laughs> it's so strange. 